morning. I'm Carolina, and you're listening to Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program on Community Radio 2XX FM 98.3. Today, we're talking about the technological advances being made by Cerebral Palsy Australia and other organisations to help uh, the lives of people who have physical disabilities. To help us understand this, uh, these advances, I'm speaking with uh, Marco, the one of the business managers of Cerebral Palsy Australia. Would you mind telling me your name and your position within the organisation? Sure. So I'm Marco Schwerer and um, I work for the Cerebral Palsy Alliance as the senior business manager for the ACT in southern New South Wales. And what does that involve, being the, the senior business manager? So basically it's the regional manager for our services delivered um, anywhere from Wollongong down as far south as, um, say, uh, if you were going down to, say, Albury, and then back up around Cootamundra, um, Young, and then Golden, and then all of the ACT. And so within that region... Uh, have a number of services um, and we deliver various services throughout that region, some at our sites and some where we actually deliver um, to people's homes or community locations that we organise to meet our clients in. And I understand that you at Cerebral Palsy Alliance is getting involved with uh, Children's Week. Um, would you mind giving me a little bit of information about what that is and how you're getting involved? Yeah, certainly. So Children's Week, we're pretty excited about. The majority of our um, services are of great benefit to children um, in those early development stages, so particularly zero to six-year-olds. And so some of the activities we've got going on include in, on the north side at our Flynn site, Uh, We're doing some demonstration of technology, um, engagement with the local preschool and um, some of our early intervention um, groups and doing some some play and some uh, getting involved with technology. And then down on the south side in Gilmore, um, at our site at Gilmore, which is part of the Gilmore Primary School as well, um, we deliver early childhood intervention groups down in that in that space Um, and what we're doing there is pretty exciting actually we've got four pieces of um, very exciting technology we're going to be showcasing including some wearable gamification technology Um, this is cutting edge prototype level but ready to ready to hit the market and what this is if you jump on our website and go to our groups and events and search for events in Gilmore you'll be able to see Um, a video of um, a young child using some of this wearable technology uh, which is being used to motivate children to engage in their therapy activity. So, for example, the child that um, that is using it on our website has um, some some technology that's just attached to the lower part and upper part of his arm and um, this technology is linked to a game and the child uh, has the opportunity to play the game by extending his arm and doing some actions with his arm that will allow him to progress through the game. Um, now, the whole time the child can't stop smiling because he's playing the game, um, but whilst he's doing that, the technology is actually allowing the physios to understand what the range in movement is in his arm, but also provides him some exercises that he needs to do to extend this range. So what will happen is over time as he plays the game, which is loads of fun, um, his range in his arm is going to improve, um, which is what physios set out to do when when they're looking at movement of children and trying to extend them. It's a lot more fun than asking a child to, you know, extend their arm and retract their arm 10 times over 
because the parent or carer says so, um, the child actually gets to engage with a really fun game. Um, this, is, this is really great stuff that Cerebral Palsy Alliance has been supporting the development of. And the person who's actually come up with this technology um, will be down in Canberra for the day to actually um, demonstrate how to use it and give some children the opportunity to have a go at it. Um, some of the other things we're going to be showcasing include um, what's called um, a magic carpet. Now, Magic Carpet um, has been donated um, to us by one of our sponsors, and the Magic Carpet is actually a basically a data projection of a of a picture that has moving parts. Now, when um, normally when you look at a data, you know, a PowerPoint display, it's kind of like death by pound. We think you think really boring stuff. This projection actually allows you to interact with it, and so um, a projection of, let's say, a fish pond can be projected onto the floor or a table, and a, and a child can be allowed to immerse themselves in this projection. And there are fish swimming around in the projection. Now, when it, when the child touches those fish, the fish swim away really quickly. Um, or then, or there's one where you can play soccer on it, and so you can kick the ball with your feet, and the soccer ball runs across the projection to, you know, to to the other side, etc. And you can have two children interacting with it. Um, it's it's a really good tool for assisting children to um, learn how to um, to switch. And so it gives children the um, the ability to learn about cause and effect. So, for example. If we're wanting to recognise uh, a child um, could be a really good candidate for power mobility or for particular switching devices, we can use this technology to help them um, and encourage them to, um, to uh, do something that will cause a reaction and therefore they get excited about that and continue to do it. And when you move out of that kind of gamification stuff, you can then start applying it to actual switches and then onto joysticks of power mobility, etc. So really exciting stuff. Now we understand that the Magic Carpet is the only one in the ACT and the tenth supplied in Australia. So we're quite excited about that one. Is this technology, that sounds actually really cool. Like I like the idea of, um, I cut myself off then, um, the idea of children being able to give the, their carers and their parents the information that they need, but not not feel bored or feel feel pressured during the certainly, process? Certainly, yeah. You know, gamification is great for motivation for kids. Um, and these two things certainly do that. One other thing that the Magic Carpet also um, has is an interface that can be controlled with um, a person's eyes. Um, so if we have children who have lower sort of uh, uh, physical access or, or un- unable to engage with their environment with their limbs... Um, the Magic Carpet's actually hooked up to a um, computer screen which tracks eye movement. So the same projection that's on the floor can be on the monitor and the child can be looking at certain parts of the monitor. So they might focus on a fish and the uh, monitor will pick up that sense and the fish will swim away. And the child will get the um, response that when I look at that fish, the fish swims off, therefore I've caused that. And again, you get to start to progress towards that switching processes and development and understanding. Um, So really good sort of access stuff there. And this technology wouldn't just be uh, appropriate for children who have cerebral palsy. Like it'd be good for children who have a number of um, physical disabilities. Yes, correct. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Look, in in the rural areas and in the ACT, uh, Cerebral Palsy Alliance, Whilst our, our you know our focus is on people with cerebral palsy, we, we recognise that we do have the ability then to support um, children and adults with a 
with a number of disabilities where the support needs um, are similar to those of people with um, with cerebral palsy. And so we we don't only see people with cerebral palsy. Um, we're happy to look at where our expertise and skills can support people with other disabilities. Um, it's really more about the support needs rather than the diagnosis in that in that space. In terms of support, what are some of the the largest hurdles that Cerebral Palsy Alliance and indeed other organisations face in providing support. Um, look, I think I think in this current time, um, understanding the sector and and um, accessing sufficient funds to do things as good as you would like to be able to do them. I think another hurdle can sometimes be that you know families have very busy lives, um, and if there's more than one child in the family, you know you you are trying to deliver a service that's intensive and the time demand on families can be quite high and so they're trying to fit all of that into their busy lives. So I think that can be quite um, onerous on families and so some of the hurdles can just be around um, making it all fit together and you know getting everyone in the right place at the right time and, and, and just sort of getting through that day-to-day stuff around service delivery. So events like what you're doing at Children's Week would be a really good way for them to, to interact and have like a lot of information and a lot of um, that interactivity in a short period of time. Oh, certainly, certainly. Look, I think one of the hurdles for families sometimes can be just um, having the time to motivate children to engage in, you know, the homework therapy stuff. Um, and so getting an opportunity to see technology, for example, like the wearable technology, um, how it could actually help with their busy lives, I think is a really great opportunity for families to sort of come along and check it out and sort of say, go, oh, okay, I'm not on my own in this, in this space. There's something there that could probably help me a little bit. Um, we've got a, another piece of um, equipment that we'll have there on the day, and that's our WYSIBUG, um, which basically looks like a Volkswagen, you know, you know the old Beetles, the old Bugs, a Volkswagen version of a mo- um, of a powered wheelchair. Um, and what it's for is it's specially designed for little kids to have a go at powered mobility. Um, because obviously not everyone is going to be just suitable to a, a one-size-fits-all power mobility option. Um, so we have opportunities to test those things out and see how children engage with those bits of equipment. And it, and it gives that opportunity that, you know what, support... Support for people with disabilities and for children with disabilities can be fun, um, and is and is fun when it's when there are great opportunities like this to to engage children with. Um, and I wanted to know as well, how did the Cerebral, Poli- Cerebral Palsy Alliance get involved with Children's Week to begin with? So, um, because we run um, a fairly extensive, you know, activity program for children, so we interact with a lot of children on a daily basis. Uh, we run hydrotherapy for children at various ages. Specialty, specialised communication programs like one called Chatterbox. Um, we run a Healthy Kids Gym program in our purpose-built gym here in Gullen on the north side. Um, we run a number of other um, great physical activity type programs that we've got a bit of a schedule over the next 12 months of. And we also run regular early childhood intervention um, group sessions on the north and the south side in Canberra. And so we're, we are very involved in um, delivering you know, really good um, early learning services, early childhood intervention services to children in the ACT. And, and we see it as a part of our gig. You know, we, we, we need to be involved. We want to be involved. And we have a great staffing complement that also loves being involved. So it just, it's just a bit of a natural, um, a natural occurrence for us to, to certainly get engaged in this, 
And how would other people, if they wanted to get involved with either Children's Week or your organization, how would they do that? Um, so you can jump onto our website and see what um, what activities are coming up. Uh, we've, the one at Gilmore is at on uh, next Friday, the 27th, at 1.30 at um, Hegney um, Circuit or Gilmore Primary. Plenty of parking there. Otherwise, if they just Google Children's Week activities, there's a couple of other organisations around Canberra that are also promoting um, different activities across the ACT, which are really worthwhile getting involved in. And speaking of... Uh events and, and things that um, your organization is running. One of your most famous is September, which was obviously last month. Could you tell me a little bit about that? I'm trying to think of the right word here. That program and how it's, yeah, how look, it's been running over the years? Certainly. Look, that initiative is pretty awesome. Um, so September, as you know, runs for the month of September. We ask people to get in groups of or teams of four, um, have a team name, etc., and we support a large number of organisations in, um, in Australia to get involved. So we have a number of government departments that engage, you know, new, like thousands of their staff, not just a couple of hundred or tens, a couple of thousands of their staff, which is really exciting. The, the um, initiative started in Australia, but it's now involving a number of countries across the globe. Um, and I can't remember the number off the top of my head, but I know that each year we seem to have a few more, four or five new countries engaging in September as well. Um, it's been a great um, initiative in terms of helping to get the message out there, in terms of supporting the global research team that Cerebral Palsy Alliance uh, runs from here in Australia, and helping to, I guess, gather all of that um, research information across the globe so that when our researchers are working in that statistics space, they've got a really good, rich sense of what's going on in the world um, and we can collaborate then with other countries in terms of research. So September assists us in raising that awareness and also just you know identifying other organisations that are already working with people with cerebral palsy in other countries as well um, and, and getting that um, network happening across the globe. Where would you like to see Cerebral Palsy Alliance into the future? Would you want more interaction with those international groups you were talking about or more people engaging in Children's Week or September? And now it's time for a little bit of music and today's song is Free Bird by Leonard Skynyd.
that was Free Bird. Hope you enjoyed it. What are your um, long-term goals or hopes? Yeah, look, the Cerebral Palsy Alliance is here for the long run. Um, we certainly see ourselves as a key player in the in the sector and the support sector for, for people with disabilities and certainly at the forefront of leading um, research in cerebral pal- on cerebral palsy on, across the globe. Um, so we would only want those activities to become bigger and better, um, whether it's Children's Week here in Canberra and now, you know, our engagement with that or, or whether it's research um uh, you know, networking across the globe and collaboration across, across the globe. We, we want to certainly be um, well and truly involved and engaged with those things into the future. And I've, I've just realised I probably should have asked this question a little bit earlier, but I am personally curious. How did Cerebral Palsy Alliance get started? So, you know, um, much about the history? I know a little bit about the history. I don't know exact dates anymore, but I know I've learned about that. And so like a lot of, I guess, other organisations and and service commencement, it started in from very um, enthusiastic families and parents of children with cerebral palsy who lived in rural areas who weren't able to access readily services that perhaps people in the cities could access. And so groups of um, families had got together and had engaged with obviously people in in Sydney and um, were able to sort of forge a way forward and a bit of a plan to eventually getting some property and then a building and then a commencement of the organisation. And back then obviously was known as the New South Wales Spastic Centre. And then as, um, you know, research developed and our understanding of how to deliver service developed, the organisation started to form and, and become become the um, the wonderful organisation that it is today. I noticed just then that you used the word um, spastic, which is now commonly seen as something rude to say and is commonly used also as a, like a slang term for someone who has um who although doesn't have a physical disability is is clumsy how have you seen language change around yeah, so cerebral palsy and physical disabilities over the years i think we've seen that across the whole of the disability sector that um that you know australia has certainly evolved in how it cares for and includes and engages people with a disability full stop whether it's cerebral palsy or any other um, disability, um, you know, consideration. Um, we still um, refer to spasticity of muscles, uh, and that's, you know, not an, an unkind um, term. Um, it's just the way that the um, the functionality of muscles is referred to. I think that the NDIS is certainly showing that. You know, we've got one of the biggest social reforms since Medicare, basically, that Australia's evolution around supporting people with a disability just keeps getting better and better. Uh, so I, I, I'm not sure if I've answered your question, but I certainly believe that we're, we're well and truly on the way to being, you know, right up there with the greatest and that we are, um, Australia really wants to be seen as a bit of a leader in the world in terms of how we support people with a disability. So overall, are we seeing more acceptance of people with physical disabilities and disabilities in general? I think so. I think we're certainly in a um, better place than where we were 30 years ago, 20 years ago. And, you know, people may say we have a long way to go. I think we're certainly on a really good journey to get to where we need to be and that, uh, you know, things like the NDIA um, and what that's providing for people will help once it's all settled in and... and, um, and we've got it all working really well. And organisations are, um, 
you know, uh, settled in and and people feel they have control over their service access, um, control over their decision-making more. We, we will see more gains in, um, in that kind of um, how people with a disability are valued and, and included in the community. I think that's... That's actually about it for for my questions, but I'm I might just ask you: Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Any any additional comments or information? I don't know. Uh, there's nothing in particular that I wanted to add. Only that you know we're happy to speak to families who or individuals who might have a disability who might be interested in accessing our our services. We're delivering services across the region in complex, customised seating. Uh, we also have our own purpose built gym here in Canberra, which is pretty awesome and makes exercise fun and therapy fun. Um, And we have numerous children or or early childhood intervention services occurring um, across the ACT as well that we'd be more than happy to talk to families about what are their support needs, what are the goals that they'd like to achieve, and we can help to tailor some individual plans around that. I think I'm a, I've made myself a liar now, but I guess I have to ask, what are the the best ways for people to contact your organisation? Through email or give you a ring or what? Yeah, look, look they can give us a call on um, 61990600 or they can email us on a really easy email address and that's actcpa at cerebralpalsy.org.au or jump on our website and simply make an inquiry through the website and that'll come through down to, to Canberra if they're come, um, messaging us from Canberra. Great. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed. And that concludes our discussion with Marco. Join us each weekday, 8.30am to 9am on 2XXFM 98.3 Subject ACT. Or you can stream us live at 2XXFM.org.au slash listen. Or catch up on all our podcast episodes at soundcloud.com slash subject ACT. Or stay in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Stay tuned for more People Powered Radio. I'm Carolina. Have a great day.